I had been looking for a novel idea. I had um, had been working on a novel that wasn't going anywhere and was visiting my parents and my father was just writing down some family history stuff. I said, what, what, are, what kinds of things are you finding? And he said, well, there was this four brothers went off to the war and he told each one's story, but one of them was in some really terrible battles and wounded repeatedly and, um, and then toward the end of the war walked home and was killed in a gunfight with the home guard, uh, the Confederate home guard. And um, driving back, uh, back home from visiting them, I just thought, I, I can do that story. And I, it, you know, it's a, it's a journey, it's a, a lot of outdoor stuff. And so I went, went from there with it. That's the best-selling author, Charles Frazier, talking about his wildly successful book, Cold Mountain, which has been adapted into an audiobook, a film, and now, for the first time, an opera by Pulitzer Prize-winning composer Jennifer Higdon. Her first opera, this is a Santa Fe opera commission, co-commissioned with Opera Philadelphia and Minnesota Opera. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. Today I'm going to be featuring some of Cold Mountain. This will be the first that almost all of our listeners have heard anything from this opera. We had the great opportunity to travel to the Guggenheim Museum in New York. Santa Fe Opera invited us to come out and attend the preview concert. They previewed five of the songs for singers and piano. Many of the cast members who will actually be singing in Santa Fe in August were in attendance. And it was a great chance to catch up with the author Charles Frazier, with Jennifer Higdon, with librettist Gene Shear, and a couple of the singers talk to them about this great project and then hear some of the works. But first, for those of our listeners who may not be familiar with the novel, let me just give you a little bit of background. The soldier that we heard Charles Frazier talking about who is injured and leaves the war to walk home to his beloved is Inman. Teague is the member of the Home Guard, the Confederate Home Guard, whose job it is to chase down deserters. So he is pursuing Inman. Ada is the love of Inman's life. And Ruby is the woman who's teaching her or helping her learn to survive on the frontier. Let's have Jennifer Higdon tell us a little bit here about what Inman is singing in the preview concert at the Guggenheim. He's going to be singing about what he's seen in the war and the damage that's been done. He calls it, you know, the Middle Ages come. And so it's a, it's kind of revealing of the pain the man is suffering. Here's Jarrett Ott, baritone, to sing The Metal Age Has Come. Again, this is from the perspective of Inman, the protagonist of the opera. Jarrett is accompanied by Lisa Keller on piano. Music of Jennifer Higdon.
Baritone Jarrett Ott is recorded live there singing at the Guggenheim Museum in the role of Inman from the opera version of Cold Mountain. Again, this is the first time that any of this music by Jennifer Higdon had been heard by the public at the Guggenheim and now here on Relevant Tones. First time this music is getting out, it'll be premiered at Santa Fe Opera in August. Jarrett Ott was accompanied by Lisa Keller in that concert. Again, we were in attendance at that concert and had a great chance to speak with the author, Charles Frazier. One of the questions that I asked him was about the inspiration for the book, if it was a conscious decision that he had made to model it after the Odyssey. Yeah, the, the warrior returning home and having a hard time getting there was the, the basic uh, idea. And, and originally it was just going to be Inman walking home and, uh, and uh, it, it being it, a very violent and bloody book. Um, but when Ada and Ruby came into it, they brought a balance of um, uh, elements of home, nature, rootedness, those kinds of things that um, I think I wouldn't have liked the book so much if it had just been the, the fighting part. 
That's author Charles Frazier talking about the inspiration for his novel, Cold Mountain. Let's also hear from Jennifer Higdon. The next selection actually is a duet between Ada and Ruby, where Ruby is trying to teach Ada how to survive. And one of the things she she suggests is listening to the world. What do you hear when you listen? What can you tell from nature around you? So there's a little bit of a game between the two of them. Uh, We have in the opera that uh, Ada's eyes are covered by Ruby, and she's saying, listen. So you hear this duet, this interchange between them. This is what you need to listen for. These are the sounds you're going to hear. What what do dry leaves mean versus leaves that aren't dry? So it's kind of a beautiful back and forth between the two of them. It's a, it's a, a nice little duet. Charles Fraser said to me when he heard it during one of the workshops, he said, oh, it's amazing to hear my words coming out of opera singer's mouth. <laughs> it's kind of an incredible thing. That's composer Jennifer Higdon talking about some of the characters that we're going to hear from in her first opera, Cold Mountain, which again will be premiered at Santa Fe Opera this August. The only preview concert that has been given so far was given at the Guggenheim. We had the great chance to be there back in March, and we're going to feature some audio from that concert now. Let's hear from Ruby and Ada. This is a great duet between them called Listen. We're going to hear Isabel Leonard as Ada and Emily Fons as Ruby, accompanied by Lisa Keller. Just 
a duet between the characters Ruby and Ada. Ruby here is in a mentoring role to Ada, teaching her how to survive. The piece is called Listen. One of the bits of advice that Ruby gives is that you have to listen to the world around you. You have to be very aware of what's happening around you. Not skills you need in the urban environment per se, but certainly skills that would be important in the rustic environment in which these ladies find themselves near Cold Mountain. Again, I'm featuring a preview concert that took place at the Guggenheim Museum in March of Cold Mountains, the first time that any of the music by Jennifer Higdon had been heard in any form whatsoever. We heard Isabel Leonard as Ada and Emily Fonz as Ruby, accompanied by pianist Lisa Keller. Well, we've heard from the protagonist now. We've heard from these two lovely ladies. Let's hear from the villain. Who doesn't love a good villain? I had a great chance to talk with Jay Hunter Morris, who plays Teague. And here's what he had to say about playing this character. Well, he's a sadistic, ugly, hateful man, which is great fun to play because it's it's very far removed from who I am as as a guy and you know that's that's why I that's why I have a life in the theater. I love playing characters and people that are so far removed from me. You know what the, one of the most exciting things is that he just has no remorse and sort of the ugliest thing that he can think of to do to get his way he will pursue that end. It's a lot of fun. The music, I think Jennifer has done a really great job setting my character. Because, you know, sometimes the most, um, the most unkind acts and words are given with a smile. And that's often the case with my guys. You know, I'm singing a little tune that seems harmless enough and until I slowly, you know, slip a dagger between your ribs. <laughs> that's Jay Hunter Morris, the baritone who is playing Teague, the villain, in Cold Mountain. We're about to hear the piece, but first, let's hear from the composer Jennifer Higdon about setting this character to music. He's singing about barriers. It's called Fence is a Good Thing, and he's talking about the fact that, you know, Southerners don't want the Northerners telling them what to do, but eventually it evolves into a quartet with four of the characters, Ada and Ruby, Stolbrod, and Stolbrod's the father of, of uh, Ruby and... Teague himself, they're singing, you know, what is the world coming to? What does war do? Does it damage you? What have you learned from it? And then it ends again with Teague saying, a fence is a very good thing. Let's have a listen to this piece, A Fence is a Good Thing. We're going to hear Jay Hunter Morris, Kevin Burdett, Isabel Leonard, and Emily Fonz, again accompanied by Lisa Keller. Music from this preview concert at the Guggenheim Museum. Fence is a good thing. You build it right, nothing's gonna move it or change it. This ain't a all we're trying to do in this war is build a fence. Keep those people up north from coming down here and telling us how to live our lives. A fence is a good thing. Marks what's yours and what's not, even after you're gone. Some borders can't be crossed, some wounds will never heal, some things you can't forget. Who you are, the war reveals, yes, a fence is a 
Singers J. Hunter Morris as Teague, the villain of the opera. Kevin Burdett as Stobrod, the father of Ruby. Emily Fonz as Ruby and Isabel Leonard as Ada. Offense is a Good Thing, music by Jennifer Higdon from her opera Cold Mountain. Again, this will be premiered this summer in August at the Santa Fe Opera Festival. But we saw a preview concert of it, stripped down to several of the singers from the cast and piano from the Guggenheim Museum, and that's the audio that we're featuring today on Relevant Tones. Let's continue now with a song called I Don't Know Why. Here's Jennifer Higdon again to tell us about this piece. Then we have a quintet from the second act that is it's a fairly heavy quintet. There's a very violent scene that's just happened in the opera where there's been a, a lot of killing. And the characters are going to be placed at different places on the stage, and they're basically saying, I don't know why. Why is this happening? I know I should be crying, but I don't know what to feel. You can tell the people are exhausted from four years of war, and it's a little overwhelming. And it's a very grief-filled sort of thing. I created a music that sounds like an American folk song, but in fact isn't really an American folk song. It has a mournful quality, but it has alternating meters of 5-4, 4-4, and 3-4, so it's, it's constantly a little uneven, a little uneasy. That's Jennifer Higdon talking about the piece we're about to hear, I Don't Know Why, a quintet coming at a very pivotal point in the opera. Let's hear Jarrett Ott, Kevin Burdett, Isabel Leonard, Emily Fonz, and Roger Honeywell, again accompanied by pianist Lisa Keller. Music from Cold Mountain.
a quintet from the opera Cold Mountain. It's called I Don't Know Why. The characters here have just seen an awful lot of killing in the Civil War, and they are singing. They don't know what to feel. They don't know why this is happening. They're all basically numb at this point, as I believe so many people would have been during the Civil War and all of the horrors that they saw. Featuring a preview concert from the Guggenheim Museum on today's Relevant Tones, we were present in the audience as this was happening, the first time that any of this music has been previewed for the public in a version for piano, and many of the cast members will be giving the premiere at the Santa Fe Opera this summer in August. We heard Jarrett Ott, Kevin Burdett, Isabel Leonard, Emily Fonz, and Roger Honeywell. The last piece that was premiered at the Guggenheim is called Come Back to Cold Mountain, here again is Jennifer Higdon to tell us about what is happening in this duet. This is a scene from right before Inman goes off to war. Ada's had a picture made of herself and gives it to Inman, and uh, it's where they have their first kiss. But basically she's saying, don't be brave, come back to me, and come back to Cold Mountain. And the reason the chronology is a little strange is that in the novel, we only get bits of his past interspersed throughout the book. Is That's that correct? correct? Yes, actually, and there are flashbacks, and we actually set the opera up to have some flashbacks. And when I was figuring out what order even to take this evening in, I thought it might be kind of nice to have this love duet at the end. It's not too heavy like the quintet is. to send people out with a, a little bit of a smile on their face and a little bit of hope in their hearts. That's Jennifer Higdon talking about the piece we're about to hear, Come Back to Cold Mountain. She's also talking about Charles Frazier's use of narrative structure in the book. One of the really great things about the book, in addition to his beautiful use of language, simply the way that he writes is so wonderful to read, but it's also the way that the story is told. There are a lot of flashbacks. It's not told in a strictly linear progression, and it makes for a great dreamlike quality to the novel that has been preserved in the opera adaptation. Let's hear now Jarrett Ott as Inman singing a tender duet with his love, Ada, sung by Isabel Leonard, both accompanied by Lisa Keller, piano. Sure. 
Cold Mountain. It's a duet sung between Inman, the protagonist of the opera, here voiced by Jarrett Ott, and his love, Ada, here sung by Isabel Leonard. I love that part where Inman says, don't worry, because the war will only last six months. I'll be back before you know it. Well, that's not quite true, is it? Many people thought that of the Civil War, that it would be a brief struggle, a brief and glorious struggle, but it was anything but brief and really anything but glorious. And all of that comes through in the novel Cold Mountain, which has here been set to an opera by composer Jennifer Higdon to be premiered at the Santa Fe Opera Festival this August. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today, I'm featuring a preview concert that took place at the Guggenheim Museum of a brand new opera by Jennifer Higdon, based on best-selling author Charles Fraser's novel, Cold Mountain. This was a commission by Santa Fe Opera, co-commissioned by Opera Philadelphia and Minnesota Opera. To subscribe to our podcast or to find streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com.
I'm featuring a preview concert of a brand new opera by Jennifer Higdon. This is actually her first opera also, Cold Mountain, based on the wonderful book by Charles Frazier, which has also been a major release movie, but is now going to be seen by audiences at the Santa Fe Opera Festival in August in an operatic format. One of the great things about this preview concert that took place at the Guggenheim Museum in New York City, and which we here at Relevant Tones were able to attend, is that it was an incredible opportunity for one of the singers, Jarrett Ott, who sang the role of Inman. The role of Inman in Santa Fe when the opera is premiered will actually be sung by Nathan Gunn, but he was not able to attend the preview concert, and so they gave this amazing opportunity to Jarrett Ott, who is still a student at the Curtis Institute. And that's because the opera was workshopped while it was being written at the Curtis Institute, and Jarrett Ott sang the role of Inman and did such a wonderful job that they turned to him. Let's hear music from these workshops at the Curtis Institute. The first piece we're going to hear is a duet called Why Can't We?, This is between Inman and his love, Ada, and they're singing basically, why can't we stay? Why does he have to go off to war? Why does this have to happen? We're going to hear an excerpt, and our singers are Rachel Sterenberg as Ada, Jarrett Ott as Inman. I'm gonna find 
Music recorded at the Curtis Institute of Music. Again, the opera Cold Mountain was workshopped there, in part while it was still being written, which I find to be just an incredible experience for the students, and I think for the composer, too. And we're so pleased to have this audio and to be able to share it with our listeners today. We heard Why Can't We? This is an aria between the protagonist of the opera, Inman, and his love, Ada, in which they're singing, Why Can't We Just Stay Here? Why Can't Things Just Stay the Same? We heard Rachel Sterenberg as Ada and Jarrett Ott as Inman. I'm featuring music from Cold Mountain on today's program. This is an opera by Jennifer Higdon, inspired by the novel of the same name by Charles Fraser, who I don't think ever thought the novel would be turned into an opera. What were his thoughts when he was first approached about this project? The way I remember it, uh, it was just a few days after Jennifer won the Pulitzer, and I had of course, heard about it, didn't know her, and out of the blue got a phone call saying, I'd like this to be my next big project. If you think that's a bad idea, I will move on. <laughs> and I said, well, I, I don't know a lot about opera, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. Let's talk about it. And it turned out that she, um, we grew up very close together. I'm a little older than she is, but the Smoky Mountain National Park. She grew up on the north side of the park. I grew up on the south side uh, as the crow flies 50 miles or something like that. So she knew knew that world very well. And um, we sort of bonded over talking about uh, how tiny our high schools were and uh, competed to see who, who had the fewest number of graduates in their class. Well, of course, if you're going to adapt a novel into an opera, you need a librettist, and that is a very difficult job. We're very pleased to be able to speak with Gene Shear, the librettist for Cold Mountain. Here he is to talk about the job of translating Charles Fraser's words into the operatic medium. Part of my job is to sort of create the scaffolding that the music can be built around, and part of that is to inspire the composer, to tell the story in a way that's active, um, that engages the imagination of the composer. 
So if I write a scene and the composer says, uh, he or she says, I like it, but it doesn't speak to me, then I have to write something else. I mean, I can, you know, you can only argue so much about, you know, why they should like it. They have to, it's a lot of this is gut. A lot of uh, what we do is, it's based on experience, it's based on knowing how to structure things. But at the end of the day, a lot of this is just what does your gut respond to? And so um, there's a lot of close back and forth uh, with the composer. I mean, my job is to, is, clearly to write the text as all as everyone knows but equally and just as important is to structure the story in a way that distills the source material into a work that will work uh, in the operatic form that sort of invites as I always say invites music in to tell the story because that's ultimately what we're here for it's you know it's the unique catharsis that music can provide and uh, we're trying to tell the story with music and um, so the question is to get the right words, just enough language, but not so much language that it sort of elbows music out of the way. So in the process of doing that, there's a lot of back and forth with the composer. And certainly with Jennifer, there, uh, there was. Jennifer, when I was working on the scenario, I talked to Jennifer, did this work for her, and then certain issues came up. I mean, one of the things is that Jennifer is from the area not far from Cold Mountain, so she knows the language. So I was certainly trying my best to uh, weave Charles's language with my own, but when she found something that you know she could make more idiosyncratic, she would do that. Let's feature now some more audio from Curtis Institute of Music. We're going to hear what was his name. This is kind of a mournful ode sung by the men of the opera.
music from the opera Cold Mountain. We heard a piece called What Was His Name? To me, a very mournful ode, I think, against war in general. It's the men of the opera singing there. Again, students from the Curtis Institute of Music performed in a workshop early on in the writing process of the opera. Let's hear two more pieces now that were recorded at Curtis. We're going to hear Ada's Aria, sung by Rachel Sterenberg, and then we're going to hear the Orion duet. Here are students from the Curtis Institute to perform, again, exclusive audio that we've received from these workshops.
Two more selections from the opera Cold Mountain by Jennifer Higdon. We heard Ada's aria, followed by Orion duet. Fantastic singing. Those are students from the Curtis Institute of Music during workshops early on in the process of creating Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain will receive its premiere with orchestra, full staging, everything at the Santa Fe Opera Festival this summer in August. Beginning August 1st, there are only five performances. You can find out more information at santafeopera.org. We have just a little bit of time left in the program. I thought it'd be fun to play one of these pieces again. It was actually something I was thinking about when I was at the Guggenheim, how nice it would be to hear the music a second time. They're very short pieces, but you still it's nice to hear them a couple of times for it to really sink in. Let's hear again Come Back to Cold Mountain, a duet between Inman and his love, Ada, in which she is asking him to please survive the war, to come back alive to him. Jared Ott as Inman and Isabel Leonard as Ada.
Let's return to Cold Mountain. I'm returning to that aria because I thought it'd be fun to hear it again. This is music from the opera Cold Mountain by Jennifer Higdon. Jared Ott is singing the role of Inman, who is the protagonist of the opera, and he is singing to his love, Ada, sung by Isabel Leonard, where he is telling her that he's going to come back to Cold Mountain after the war. He will survive. And she's basically saying, you better. That was recorded live at the Guggenheim Museum in a preview concert. The opera itself will get its world premiere at Santa Fe Opera in August. You can find out more at santafeopera.org. Thanks to Jennifer Higdon, Charles Frazier, Gene Shear, and to the Santa Fe Opera, Daniel Zillman and Daisy Jeffrey for making today's program possible. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders, with special thanks to Rory Hartong-Redden. You can find us as a podcast on iTunes, and for more information about the program and the artists we've featured, and for streaming versions of all previous episodes, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible in part by the generous support of GCM Grubner, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, the Amphion Foundation, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Art Works. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network. <laughs>